0: hello everyone welcome to episode number 16 of chilled and killed a true crime podcast where we discuss a crime over a glass of wine or two we're your hosts sam and amanda and this week i'm going to be telling panda a story about some nurses who have committed the
1: ultimate malpractice and for this week's wine i chose dark horse pinot grigio which is a first for me and sam would you pick I have Bogle Vineyards Cabsov, of course.
0: Delicious. <laughs> Which I have not tried yet either. So we'll see how it goes. Fun. let's open them oh and p.s i have added like pictures in my script of all of the people so it'll give you like a better idea of what we're working with and then the i know i I figured you'd like that and the first person her picture is scary great (laughs) but we'll get we'll get there
1: we'll get there all right so i have a lovely screw top because white wine i don't know so it's not exciting but There it is,
0: and I have one of the things. Except I don't have a freaking cutter. Now we'll make it work. That is just such a glorious sound, isn't it? Though, it really is. It's like you know that happiness in a cup has just been fulfilled. That's
1: that. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> if that sentence even made sense, but it made sense. No, to me. Well, it made sense to me. <laughs> if you All like right. wine, it made sense to you. <laughs> exactly. Now this is gonna
0: take me a while, so you want to get started on, on mine or, Your... yeah.
1: Okay. And so, then
0: I'll it rudely interrupt you with a pop of my wine. Bottle. Perfect.
1: Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my like aroma is. Very like um, citrusy, um, very citrusy. Smells citrus. What do you have? A Pinot Grigio. A Pinot Grigio. Okay. Um, almost grape fruity. Huh. I didn't know those were really grapefruity. fruity. Anyway, here, let's give it a taste.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's more of a Sauvignon Blanc mm. kind of. Oh, that was just aroma. So we'll see.
1: I don't love Pinot Grigio.
0: No, it's like almost metallicy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's kind of to me, it's a, it's a different flavored Sauvignon Blanc. Like, mm-hmm. does that
1: make sense? Yo, it does. It's like, it's like if you, it's a minerally Sauvignon Blanc f- taste to me, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Like it's citrusy, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. And if you like Sauvignon Blanc, it's. It's almost like you're looking for a grapefruit, and then you don't get that,
1: yeah, I think the scent is more grapefruity, and then the taste is just like lacking. It's just kind of eh, huh, and it's kind of dry, not super dry, it's almost like flavored water. I rudely interrupted <laughs> <laughs> that is quite all right. <laughs> it's
0: like flavored water, you uh-huh. said, mhm, uh-huh. huh.
1: That's like what I'm getting. That's not the best. It's not. It, it, did that not happen to you kind of the last time you had Pinot Grigio? I was
0: just thinking that. It was just like a watered down Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, yes. That's this. All right. Let's see if this one is a little more promising. <laughs> Good pour. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, it smells very, like,
1: berry-y. I like that.
0: Yeah, it's not, it doesn't smell spicy, and this is a cabsov, so we're probably obviously going to like it. Yep. But I will give it a taste. Not bad. Um, I feel like... Okay, so the flavors are there... But I think the smell is stronger in the berry flavor. So it's like you get the smell of the berries, which kind of like leads to like a mild taste of berries. And then like the second flavor I get of it is very, I don't even know. It's kind of, let me try again. Okay. It's not really like the berry goes away and then it gets to be more of that like kind of blood sucking okay feeling you get it's not really like a taste to me but it's not bad but then it's weird because at the end it's like warming my throat which maybe i feel like that, you don't is usually is that what the
1: spice is maybe like i can but never I feel like i haven't gotten that before that is that cool though do you like that feeling or no
0: it's not bad i think i've had like more flavor like flavorful cabs before so, I don't mind that feeling when it's with something that's a little bit more backing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's not bad.
1: Okay, I I still yours. It's, it's like sounds a, better
0: than mine does right now. Yeah, no, it's you would definitely like it because it's like it's kind of like a mild um start to enjoying cabs off. Okay, that that is handy to know. The other thing I get with this wine, and now that I'm reading about it, I definitely taste it more, is it does have like a vanilla flavor and I think that's what leads mm. the like berries into the vanilla into like where where I was saying like oh it goes from berry to not really much. I think it's because it's smooth it. Blah, blah, blah. I think it's because it smooths out to a vanilla like
1: oaky flavor. Honestly that sounds delicious
0: it is really good
1: i like it i did I definitely look mine think mine up i like it uh, what you got mine's supposed to have like apple and hints of lemon complemented by a subtle minerality and an elegant finish so i got the mineral for sure not sure how subtle say, it is <laughs> and even the
0: citrus you meant you like, yep, mentioned the lemon the...
1: yep i don't know that i get the I mean, I get the apple, but I don't get the apple on the forefront. Like, I don't – I wouldn't have picked it because I get mineral and lemon. Do you taste the apple now that you know that's what you're supposed to be looking for? Kind of. Not strong. Mm, Gotcha. It's just kind of tasteless. Gotcha. Minerally tastelessness.
0: If you like Pinot Grigio, though,
1: you might like this because I I have a feeling this is a common flavor. Now, is Pinot
0: Grigio? Yeah, Probably. Is a Pinot Grigio drier than a Sauvignon Blanc, or are they
1: kind of at the same level? I think it's a step below. Gotcha. Let's see. It's in the, it's in dry. Okay. I gotcha.
0: I think you would like my wine. It's not as flavorful as some that we've had in the past, but it's still pretty good. Um, and they actually give me a nice little, like, chart. It says, what does this wine taste like? And they rate it from light, smooth, dry, and soft. It says it's on the bolder side of things, which I wouldn't agree with just because we've had bolder wines. Uh, But I never agree
1: with when they say bold. (laughs) I don't know why. I I don't Um, know. It's like we're looking for something to really hit you, and they're like, meh, mediocre. Yeah. Maybe not flavor-wise. They could be delicious flavor-wise, but as far as like... The boldness, I just feel like, I don't know, I'm waiting for something more.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, we've had wines before where we're like, oh, yeah, we have, yes, yes, this is definitely a bold wine. Yes. But when it's not a bold wine, I don't know where they get that bold idea from. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, And then it says it's more on the tannic side of things as opposed to being smooth. It's like... Kind of in the middle, but just a little bit more favorable on that tannic side, and then it says it's definitely dry, which I would agree with. Mm-hmm. And then it says it's in the middle between like soft and acidic, which I kind of get, but I, it's weird. For this wine, it's soft until you swallow the wine, and then it gets that like acidic. I think warming as, is that feeling. would be the word astringent. Is that where that would be properly used? I would say so. Okay. So, yeah. But it says that um, the flavors are oak, vanilla, butter, and then blackberry, plum, and, like, black... mm mm Sounds delicious. It says blackberry, black cherry, black currant, plum, dark fruit, black fruit. Yes. And then cherry, red fruit, and, yeah, it's just, like, a very fruity-flavored... So raspberry, red cherry, strawberry, cranberry. I do taste cranberry. Um, I taste cranberry and cherry and like darker fruits, and then that vanilla. Yum. Yep. What does yours say that you're supposed to be tasting? You said apple, Apple, lemon, and subtle minerality. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of lacking.
1: Yeah. That was what I got. Like just even
0: the description. Like not even I don't even know the
1: flavor, but like. Like, tasting it wise, but... even the back of the bottle doesn't really say much, and then the front of the bottle says, dry, balanced, crisp. Okay. Okay. Well, should we get started with our story?
0: Sure, yeah. I'm excited. Okay. All right. So, probably, like, a couple months ago, I know you've... I brought up this, um... What? I already... I scrolled.
1: (laughs) Oh, you saw her picture? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you got so much eyeliner on. Take some off. <laughs> oh, she's fucking creepy. Okay, so I'm a couple of months ago.
0: Oh, no, you're fine. Interject whenever you feel. I came across this article that was talking about, like, 20 or so nurses who have committed fucking insane crimes, like, killing their patients left and right, Higher, like, kill count than most serial killers we know it's just fucking crazy so that's where i'm gonna get with this story is i am diving into i didn't do all 20 but we're diving into quite a few of nurses who have actually been murderers i'm ready
1: (laughs) are you yeah i am are you ready i think so
0: it's gonna make you uh question all of life (laughs) great (laughs) okay so our first one is amelia dyers and do you want to explain her
1: picture <laughs> sure um this woman looks probably like mid-40s at least in that um she's got um very deep smile lines. she's got like super dark eyeliner on she also has her hair just pulled back somehow and she looks to be wearing like a cloak with a uh, bow holding it shut like a A present wrapped bow type bow and some something on her head (laughs) I don't know what that is (laughs) I don't know what that is either to be quite honest but she's kind of Um, freaky
0: she is a little freaky and her story is even freakier Hmm. so it kind of makes sense why that picture looks like that because the story takes place in like the late 1800s Um, and this is kind of where I came across the nurse murders, nurse murderers starting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, this lady, Amelia, was originally trained as a nurse and a midwife in 1969, but then she eventually turned to something. 1869. (laughs) Thank you for the clarification. So, she eventually turned to something known as baby farming. Excuse me? Uh, I am glad you made that comment. That's,
1: whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah. Go on, I need to know more. Yeah, so baby farming um, is a practice that happened in the late Victorian era in, like, Britain, apparently the United States, and Australia. I know, oh. United States kind of freaked me out. So essentially what would happen is people who needed to give up their children for some reason would pay these baby farmers to take custody of children and take care of them, whether it was nursing or raising or whatever have you. So, essentially, like, the most common people to give up these children were, like, women who conceived illegitimately, um, like, out of wedlock or adultery. Rich families would just send the children away so it wouldn't, like, ruin their family name. So, like, say the wife got, like, pregnant from somebody Instead of keeping the child in the family, they would just send it off.
1: (laughs) That's messed
0: up. Yeah. So, most people who own these businesses would take in the children, assuring mothers that their child would be in a good home, be raised by a loving family in a loving environment, and then they would actually get money from the mothers to take the children off of their hands. That money should be used for, like, clothing, food, um entertainment stuff that would provide for the child okay that makes sense (laughs) it's kind of like the thing i think of it is it's like an early set adoption yeah but gone terribly terribly wrong
1: right like if it stayed as you just described perhaps but clearly there's a twist here (laughs) there
0: is a twist so as soon as the mothers would leave the baby farmers would actually just either starve the children, drug the children, or even suffocate the babies in order to reap the full money that they got from the mothers and not have any additional expenses of the children. And this well, is I what- didn't expect that. This is like, no, not at all. It gets kind of fucking creepy, if that wasn't creepy enough. <laughs> right. So that's, yeah, that's exactly what Amelia did she would take in expected women to work for her and advertise that they would nurse um, the babies that they would get and she always advertised that they were coming into a respectable and loving family to a married woman who would provide a safe and loving home but what they didn't know was that she would take in the children and never care for them she would neglect at least this is how she started she would neglect and starve the children in order to get that full fee from the mothers. And then while the children were starving, she would drug them with what she called mother's friend, which was opium lace syrup, a.k.a. heroin, in oh order God. to keep them quiet while they died. Whoa! Yeah. Crazy. And Fucking really crazy. not okay. <laughs> no, not at all. She actually ended up getting caught in... 18, wait, hold on, let me double check the state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1879. Okay. Um, she would bring them to a doctor to get a death certificate. And then when the doctor actually started catching on that she was like neglecting the children, he didn't know that she was actually killing them, but um, he notified police. And then she actually ended up serving six months of hard labor for neglecting children i'm sorry
1: only six months though
0: my thoughts exactly and only hard labor like she's (laughs) not even in jail she's just like out cleaning up garbage (laughs) like wow so then after that encounter it worked out worse for the children because she ended up changing her entire mo she would take in children and then kill them almost instantly after receiving the fee and getting money from the parent and how she would do this is she would hang them using white dressmaker's tape, which she then later told police, quote, that's how you could tell it was one of mine. And she would then dispose of the bodies on her own in order to avoid adding any risk of people knowing what she was up to. And then she would actually, oh, and she would get rid of the bodies by dumping them in a river. <laughs> so that's great. She hung the babies? Yeah. There's, like, like infants. That's, like...
1: You know what? Yeah. How about you just, like, keep the babies alive?
0: Yeah, right? That's, That's let's do that. I thought. Let's just not kill the babies. Mm. And you're going to get fucking... You're going to feel so ill when you find out what her number is. Oh, my. Yeah. So, one other thing she would do is she would create, like, different aliases in order to, like... Bring in children from different people so it would like spread out her, like, people wouldn't pick up that she was bringing in however many children. Oh, and she would relocate so constantly. Wow, so she ended up getting caught around 1896 when a bargeman found a floating package in the Thames River. The guy picked the package out of the water and opened it up to find a baby who was strangled with white dressmaker's tape. The baby was, like, two.
1: Oh, my God. He also...
0: I know. It's so sad. He also found a paper in there with one of her, um, like, aliases, which was Mrs. Thomas, and found on that paper the address to where Mrs. Thomas lived because she's a fucking idiot and she, yeah. like, left a trace. So the police ended up, because now they have a dead child with an address and a name, so they ended up going to her house, and long story short, detectives found yard- yards and yards of white dressmaker's tape, a shit ton of children's clothing, pawn tickets for baby's clothing, telegrams arranging for adoption stop-offs, whatever- receipts for her newspaper advertisements, and foul-smelling areas in her home that reeked of death. Oh, my. Yeah. Detectives ended up searching the Thames and found, like, a shit ton more bodies of children, and Dyers confessed only that one infant that they could trace back to her with that white dressmaker's tape. She was... Were you going to say something? I
1: just... That... 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 You, whether or not you confess to it, it's quite obvious if yeah. they all have the same method of being killed.
0: <laughs> exactly. And she would literally have, like, so many receipts of these, like, babies that there were, like, the transactions for and stuff, like, all around her house with babies that were, went missing. Like, wow. I'm sorry, but you can't have only been involved in one. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. So she was arrested and brought to trial. It took the jury only four and a half minutes to find her guilty. And on June 10th, this is pretty ironic. 1896, she was hanged at the Newgate Prison. Wow, So, this is, is Connecticut. Is it hanged or is it
1: hung? Hanged, hanged. And this is Connecticut. When you said Thames, I, I didn't so know too. that you. Well, Newgate Prison is in Where, Granby.
0: Holy fucking shit. Did yeah. I go through that, all of that research and not even detect? That. I was like, okay, Thames, which You're seemed.
1: Right. I also was thinking, well, the Thames River, but I didn't know that. But then you said Newgate Prison, and yeah, has Hold to on. be. For some reason, I thought she was
0: in, like, somewhere across the sea. I thought she was in fucking England. That's what I'm, like, trying to. Hold
1: on. I need to, like, research this. Oh. No, I think she New lived Gate... in. Oh, that's fucking weird because yeah, I just like literally just looked on Newgate Prison, London. Is there one? Yeah, New okay, cause Prison, I th- I'm pretty
0: sure, yeah, she lived in and where the fuck is the Thames? Why is it all connected be... <laughs> Right? I don't know. I'm not geographically talented, but I'm pretty sure she lived in the United Kingdom. Yeah, you're right. That would've just made it so much fucking creepier if she was in
1: Connecticut. Like yeah. if this story took pl- took oh. took took place. <laughs> I guess to be fair, also it's called Old Newgate prison. Okay. In Connecticut. So Still, Yeah. You went so, to the Newgate prison. I did Old uh, Newgate prison. Well, it, that was such fame's and Newgate, I was like, What? But Okay. No, we're wrong. She was in I'm wrong. She was in England for sure. Okay. Sorry. Well, it was a good
0: side tangent. I yeah. really like
1: that. <laughs> but so
0: yeah, she was eventually hanged hung whatever the I don't know why, but it is hanged. Is. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So, based on, are you ready? Yeah. You want to hear her number?
1: Oh.
0: Um <laughs> Do you need a minute to get ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Based on all of the receipts and other evidence, they believe she killed over four hundred babies and children. Holy fuck! Isn't that a huge number? Whoa! <laughs> four hundred. Four hundred babies and children, like babies, like newborns, because she would get them as soon as like, like people would drop them off because they didn't want anybody knowing. So she would get fucking like weak old babies.
1: That's insane. That's insane. 400. And that was
0: 400. And that was how she made her money. And that's the thing. She profited the deaths of 400 babies and children.
1: This woman, pure evil.
0: Do you see why that picture makes sense now?
1: Yes, I do. Do you I see do. why I needed to add that yes. picture? <laughs> yes. Yeah, knowing that she's killed 400 innocent little babies Like, it just matches her face. She also has zero smile for having all those smile lines stuck in her face. She's got straight (laughs) face lips. Like, what? (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, honestly. And the worst part is yet to come. I don't know if it's the worst part, but it's... It's not good. See, it's not good. So, after all of that craziness, adoption laws ended up getting stricter, as they should, um making it harder to essentially abuse that whole system. But that didn't stop some other people who are still engaging in that lucrative baby farming business. And get this, at one point, a person who was later caught engaging in these crimes was that with the alias Mrs. Stewart, who was later discovered to be Polly, who was Amelia Dyer's biological daughter
1: so she passed along that lovely trait to her daughter of she like the desire to kill babies because
0: i'm pretty sure like this is a whole story and like just so you guys know i'm giving you guys the very shortened version of these stories because i'm covering so many different people but this is like it goes into depth of then like how they caught mrs stewart or like polly actually is what her name is and like amelia had like a husband and three children like got divorced and like then brought her kids into this business and then like polly was raised up essentially killing children and then she went into the business like it's a whole evil story and like
1: Jeez. one of
0: the midwife friends that got her into the business was also a nurse who then wanted to make some extra money so did this instead and then that's who got a it's like a whole fucking thing
1: if you're a like, nurse, you shouldn't, like, be killing people.
0: I mean, <laughs> that should be, like, the highlight of this episode. If you're a nurse, you shouldn't be killing people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we oh, are only
0: getting started. Oh, man. Are um, you ready for Jane Topin, Jolly Jane? Yeah.
1: Well, I want to, <laughs> if you guys can hear on my end, fireworks. Sorry. Um, We're recording on July 5th, and fireworks are still happening. So if you're hearing popping in the background, it's a lot of fireworks all around town. (laughs) So That's actually super fun. (laughs) But now I'm ready to hear about Jane.
0: Jolly Jane, here we go. So her time frame was between 1887 and 1901, so we're still in that later time. So Jane Topin, Miss, and I keep saying it, but Jolly Jane, because it's just comical, had once (laughs) said that her biggest wish was to, quote, have killed more people, helpless people, than any other man or woman who ever lived. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Strange wish, but okay. We are dealing with the crazies. Yeah. She's actually a fucking insane story, too. So, again, this is, like, the brief whatever. Yeah.
1: Like a quick rundown. But she actually got to say, she looks tame. She looks kind like she doesn't look she looks, evil.
0: Yeah, she looks like if you if she came in to be your nurse, you wouldn't suspect anything. No. Not like the other yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, no. That's like come on. The writing's all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jane had a pretty rough childhood. Her mother had died, her father had apparently gone insane, and she ended up being placed in an orphanage. She was moved around to a few homes before getting adopted and re-adopted by a few families. At the age of 18, she ended up being free, um, but went back to be a servant for one of her previously adopted families, which is kind of creepy. Like, you live as their child, and then now you become their servant.
1: Yeah, that's not... That seems like a strange turn of events right there.
0: Yeah. So, when she turned 33, she went to school for nursing at Cambridge Hospital in 1887 and was nicknamed Jolly Jane for her upbeat attitude. Despite telling constant lies and stealing items from the hospital. But we'll get past that. Yeah. She was also weirdly obsessed with autopsies, which the hospital administrator started to pick up on, and she liked to experiment with morphine and atropine in her older patients.
1: <laughs> I
0: love the faces you make
1: when you just like
0: <laughs> I'm like I don't like want to scowling. interrupt
1: every sentence, but also like we we don't experiment on people just because they're old like that's not how it works (laughs) exactly you would really hope so right this is creepy Mm.
0: so she had one patient who reportedly remembered dreaming of a time when jane gave her a bitter drug that made her loopy and climbed into bed kissing her all over her face before getting startled and going away
1: Ew! i don't like it
0: yeah, and she thought this was a dream for her entire life until then she found out that when Jane was arrested and her MO was revealed to the public, that patient realized that the entire experience was not a dream and that she was that close to becoming one of Jane's victims. Oh my god. Yeah. So, That's with crazy. That, yeah, so fucking crazy. So, with that, what she would do was she would give them a drug- to sedate them while she would lay in their bed and she stated that she found it sexually thrilling to lie in the beds of her patients as she watched them slowly fade before bringing them back and finally killing them so she would lay with them bring them back to
1: life and kill them again whoa that's weird like Uh i know okay all of these are gonna be weird yeah but like that's some that's weirder you're, you yeah, have some you have some god issues going on there.
0: Yeah, what you'll god find complex. with like
1: oh for sure.
0: What you'll find with like most of these ones that we talk about, like a lot of them, you know. No, we'll talk about it later. I don't want to give anything up. Okay. <laughs> so police ended up finding out about her due to a weird encounter of an entire family going belly side up. They fucking died after Jane Topin had visited them.
1: Yes, that is is, not
0: normal. (laughs) No, it's a fucking long and weird story. She ended up going on trial and then Jane admitted to killing at least thirty one people, but perhaps as many as a hundred, and she was found not guilty by reason of insanity, and spent the rest of her life in Taunton State Hospital. She died august seventeenth, of nineteen thirty eight, and this is creepy. Workers of the hospital remember her saying and smiling while she was saying this, quote, get some morphine, dearie, and we'll go out in the ward. You and I will have a lot of fun seeing them die. Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. Can you
0: imagine if you're <laughs> <No>? working in, <laughs> right, like you're working in a psych ward, and your patient calls over to you, "Hi, dearie, come, come here. We want to kill all of everybody."
1: Yeah. I'm going to take a hard pass on that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's her. And she was actually known for being an extremely, like, professional and good nurse. So she was getting paid five times the amount women were normally getting paid at that time.
1: If to that makes people. sense. No, it makes sense. But yeah. it doesn't make sense because you were killing your patients and yet you were getting paid more money to do it. But, yeah. 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 So that's Jolly Jane for you i any remarks on her yeah um it is interesting to me that she got a not guilty by reason of insanity um because it, it is crazy but i'm not i mean obviously like i don't i don't know there must have been evidence but she doesn't seem like she was App. that's a fine line to say that <laughs> she doesn't sound actually crazy except like yeah she does but i mean it in a different way
0: <laughs> like, i know she sounded
1: saying. like she comprehended exactly what she was doing because she enjoyed it which wouldn't make you really like crazy yeah it it, it just makes you like mentally fucked up but like that's your own i totally get what you're saying yeah I, I mean there are times when clearly guilty or not guilty by insanity truly fits I'm not sure it truly fits here. Yeah. That's all.
0: I got gotcha. you. So, next we have Charles Cullen, and he is 1984 to
1: 2003. That was... Ooh, recent. Yeah,
0: recent, and I actually one day, like, it kind of sucks that I'm giving this brief description of him because there is so much to his case. Really? So much. So, we may need to cover him completely because okay. he
1: is interesting. So give us a but, good overview on him, then. Don't go too too much into detail.
0: Okay. Good overview. So Charles, which a lot of these people are known as this, was known as the angel of death. Um, he worked at 10 hospitals and nursing homes between the years of 1984 and 2003, so that was 16 years, and he confessed to murdering at least 45 patients. But there are over 300 suspicious deaths that they believe could be linked to him.
1: 300? 300. Damn.
0: Yeah. So Cullen stated that he would kill terminally ill patients to, quote, end their suffering and eventually move to killing other people who were not terminally ill. He made some comments before where it almost seems like he believed that he was doing these people a favor because he didn't like to see them suffer. So instead of watching them, in his eyes, suffer, he killed them.
1: I'm not sure that works like that, but okay.
0: Yeah. I don't think so either. So the people he targeted were usually over the age of 60. He would poison their IV bags with insulin, epinephrine, which is um, like a naturally occurring hormone, but for medications, it helps with like breathing, and cardiac medications, so, one of his victims even reported to their families that they noticed a, quote, creepy male nurse coming into their room in the middle of the night and giving them a shot, but the family, for some reason, didn't report it, and then the woman ended up dying one day later. And uh, that's when the wow. family then reported it. <laughs> so, there was one hospital that he worked at where they started noticing an alarming increase of deaths due to overdoses. And began realizing that some IV bags looked like they were manipulated with, like, with pinpricks, which apparently isn't completely uncommon because that's how they get, like, medications in IV bags. But the amount that were there with the pinpricks just was abnormal.
1: Well, plus with that going along with the, you know, a higher amount of people dying connect two and two there. Exactly.
0: There were a few times that the hospital would start to catch on and believe that Charles Cullen was most responsible for the deaths, but they would never completely rule it in or out, and then they wouldn't, like, look into it, which, like, is just so fucking bad.
1: Yeah, why not just look a little deeper? Just investigate it.
0: Yeah. Apparently, there was, like, this whole thing, which, if we cover him, we'll get much more into it, but, like, the people, his patients were very ill like they were like icu patients or cancer patients and like would have a lot of drugs in their system so like it was hard to figure out if it was an overdose from all of the medications that they were naturally giving them to try and keep them alive or if it was a death due to all of their other ailments because they were so like medically fragile that it
1: was like it was hard to say for certain what killed them they didn't want to investigate it because they couldn't tell Yeah. But you probably should have just investigated it. You should
0: have done something. Especially if you notice an alarming rate of deaths happening, just in general. I don't know. So he would end up quitting from those hospitals and then move on to a different hospital. And then that's when those other hospitals would notice, hmm, something's weird happening here. So there was another nurse at a different hospital who actually noticed some medications that seemed to be misused um specifically one medication that was if given in high doses would actually paralyze someone um oh. so you wouldn't be able to talk, walk, move any limbs or fucking anything. You would just be sitting there in agonizing pain, not being able to cry out for help. So she got extremely worried that this medication was clearly being misused and overused, and especially in the ICU patients that they were dealing with because She started putting two and two together and realizing, holy shit, all of the ICU patients that are here could be laying in a paralyzed state, not being able to cry out for help.
1: That's terrible. Because
0: it's so sad. So, kudos to her, but that nurse and some other nurses actually decided to take matters into their own hands and started watching the medication room. They noticed some people going in and out very quickly and... It was kind of common practice to keep the door propped open to get what you needed, and then you were out. But there was one person they noticed who actually closed the door behind him and spent an extra long time. (laughs) It was Hmm. Charles Cullen. Interesting. So their shift actually ended, so they weren't able to see what happened. But what they did notice is the next day, a patient actually ended up dying from an overdose. So the nurses notified administrators because they believed that Charles Cullen had something to do with it, which we obviously fucking know he did, and then the hospital ended up giving Charles an ultimatum, where he would either resign willingly, where he would get a neutral recommendation, or he would be fired and given a bad recommendation. So
1: what did he fucking pick? Well, obviously he would not choose to be fired, but why is that an option?
0: (laughs) I know, right? I don't understand why they even they wouldn't just fire him. Like why would that right. be his
1: choice to get fired? You basically just like I that like that that's now on the hospital too because you yeah. kind of knew and you just let it go. Yeah. That's crazy. I I don't get
0: it at all. But um long story short, this is why it's like so interesting because there's so many different he worked at 10 hospitals and he killed along all of those 10 hospitals. So, like, it's just so interesting to see how he
1: went through fucking ten hospitals
0: and, and no didn't one, get caught.
1: No one cared? Yeah. Is that, like, Is that like? no one cared? They just it seems were, like, to be so. Just, just go on your merry way, go kill somewhere else. Just yeah. leave our hospital alone. Leave our hospital alone. Yeah, exactly. What?
0: <laughs> it's Crazy. creepy. So, obviously, because he didn't want to get fired and given a bad recommendation because then he wouldn't get to go to a different hospital he resigned and moved on to a different hospital because of a neutral recommendation so he eventually got caught after one hospital started investigating a suspicious death that occurred at their facility good for this finally hospital for real though yeah they ended up calling the hospital pharmacist to get some information about potential overdosings And then that pharmacist made some connections to stuff occurring at other hospitals and suggested that they get authorities involved because the pharmacist realized that there was stuff, very, very similar stuff going on in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and like different states. That's kind of cool that they were like aware. Technically, they weren't like supposed to share that information because of confidentiality stuff, but like it slipped and good because now he's caught. Right. So the New Jersey and police authorities somehow got in contact with each other and started placing some serious investigations into the occurrences and eventually came across Charles Cullen. He was given, get this, 18 consecutive life sentences and eligible for parole in the year of 2403. Damn.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's what I want to see, though.
0: Right? Like, I'm sorry, but. You killed people. Yeah. That's what you get. That sentencing is, like, hilarious to me. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you can have parole after 18 fucking years, c- consecutive life sentences. You right, You can right. be
1: potentially... It's like they laughed at him. Because it's not 2043, is it? Is that what you meant? Yeah. Because yeah. you wrote 2403. So, just checking. <laughs> 24- 24... O- no, the you year? wrote 2403, not 2043. No, no. Year... 24 oh three damn <laughs> and then you can get parole okay yeah
0: yeah that's why Let me know hilarious. how that goes for you
1: bud yeah
0: not like 2043 not in like 20 years like in 403 years good good <laughs> yeah i love it isn't that isn't that hilarious yeah. and then they're like yeah we'll see we'll see how you're doing then bud and we'll mm-hmm. potentially we'll evaluate consider... <laughs>
1: yeah fantastic i wish it was like that for a lot more people like, right? A comically high sentence with parole at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: love it. So, that is Charles Cullen. Damn. Next, we have Arnfin Nesset. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but. I was just going to ask you Arnfin? Arnfin. <laughs> this one's actually pretty frustrating, but Arnfin was a former Norwegian head nurse at a large nursing home. And then, obviously, the hospital caught on to something going on and got the police involved. Again, this is, like, rapid pace for these ones. Okay. Um Police ended up questioning him, and he confessed to killing 27 patients via injections with muscle-relaxing drugs that, in high doses, can, again, cause paralysis and, obviously,
1: death. Right, because I guess... Like, important to point out that at a certain point, paralysis of, you know, lungs and heart caused death, but... Yeah, exactly.
0: That's exactly right. So, he later retracted that confession and denied all charges, but he was brought to trial and eventually convicted in 1983 of poisoning and killing 22 people, but they believe his number to be closer to, like, 140. Damn. So... He was sentenced to 21 years in prison, which was the maximum sentencing for Norwegian law, but was released after 12 years because of good
1: behavior. You don't have good behavior if you killed close to 140 people. Yep. I don't get it.
0: I don't get it either. It is so messed up. And then they actually believe that he was living under an assumed name so he could have fucking went out and been a different nurse doing something else who knows but he was living his life after 12 years of prison after killing potentially 140 people i hate it yeah me too which i think he's probably dead now because if he was born in 1936 he would be pretty old yeah he'd be up there yeah next we have richard angelo um his murder spree happened between September and October of 1987. So, not a very long time. He was a former nurse at Good Samaritan Hospital oh, on Long hold Island.
1: On. September and October of the same year.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He so, wasn't very good at this. <laughs> no.
1: That's <laughs> okay too. That's months. good. You know what? That's better.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, this man had a strong desire to be looked at as a hero. So he came up with this plan where he would inject his patients with a drug that would bring them to a near-death state where he would then show off his resuscitation skills.
1: That doesn't make you a hero. That makes you psycho. That makes you psycho because you brought them to that state. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah, sure, resuscitate people when they really, truly need it, but don't put them there first.
0: (laughs) To then just be a show-off to all the other doctors and nurses around. that You were, wow, I'm a hero. (laughs) I saved the day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So there were 37 coded blue emergencies during his shifts, and only 12 patients were actually brought back. The other 25 died. He was caught when one of his patients was actually able to hit the call button after getting injected by Richard, and then a different nurse came in to help and then ended up requesting a urine sample because she was just like, what the fuck just happened here? So the urine sample tested positive for two drugs that were not prescribed to him, and Um, then because the guy, the patient was able to say, hey, this guy who looked like this, like, gave this to me, they investigated him and voila, he was under investigation.
1: Fantastic.
0: So they ended up looking into his work locker in his home and police found empty containers of the drug that was in his system, like the patient system and he was eventually arrested. He was sentenced to 61 years to life.
1: Okay. I'll take so, it. So
0: yeah. Better it's than like 12. oh better than 12. I would like the 18 consecutive life. <laughs> yeah. But
1: we'll deal with it. <laughs> Nothing's going to beat that one.
0: <laughs> no, not a all, all in
1: 2403. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is justice
0: right there. Yeah. So this is a quite a quote, a quote is what I mean actually. From Richard Dick himself. <laughs> he said, quote, I wanted to create a situation where I could cause the patient to have some respiratory distress or some problem, and through my intervention or suggested intervention or whatever, come out looking like I knew what I was doing. I had no confidence in myself. I felt very inadequate. Well, yeah, you should. You literally brought your patients to death in order to try and feel any sort of confidence in your life. Get your fucking mental health in check before you become a nurse.
1: Yeah. But also, I mean, if you ha- if you can't tell me you had no confidence if you were confident that you could bring them back from the brink of death. That right? was confident, But he
0: wasn't even good at that because he well, let that's 25 true of <laughs> them die. That's
1: true. I guess he had no confidence for a reason. Wasn't very right? good at it. But he <laughs> should have just been another profession.
0: Yeah. So, next we have is Niall, Niles Hojel.
1: Is that Niles or Niels?
0: Niels Hojel? Niles. I have no idea. Not normal. <laughs> Weird guy. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. His span of crimes um, was five years between 2000 and 2005. And he was kind of the same mindset as the last guy we just talked about. He wanted to look like a hero. So what he would do was he would inject um, them and then put them into cardiac arrest and try and resuscitate them. But they believe that in five years, he killed almost 100 people by lethal injection. But on top of that 100 people, there are 60 people who were given injections but successfully resuscitated. So could have been 160, but it was i hate to say it only a hundred only right <laughs> yeah but um, honestly
1: that's a lot though in five years that's so 160 much people
0: so many fucking people yeah. and he worked at um in a cardiac surgery icu so terrifying um he would say that he felt quote euphoric when he would bring patients back to life and would feel devastated when he failed I'm sorry, you fucking failed every single time because you put
1: that, again, in them- You put them in that state. I just don't feel like you should get a euphoric feeling out of that. Like, one, it doesn't make sense to me how you get gratification in the slightest. But then on top of it, like, you put them there. I totally agree. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Weird. Yeah.
0: So then, the next guy we have, Steven Letter, between 2003 and 2004. He was, like, a year and a half because it was, like, between the beginning stage of January 2003 to, like, the end of 2004. So, we'll give, we'll give you, like, 18 months. Okay. So, he was a former German nurse. He would also give lethal doses, obviously. They would all fucking give lethal doses of medications to their patients. That's very common, I guess. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I feel like it's, it's an easy way to do, like, it's an easy way to kill them um so for his count there's at least 29 confirmed patients that died from his acts but more than 60 no correction more than 80 suspicious deaths occurred while he was on shift so Damn. yeah um he was caught because again an obscene amount of paralytic drugs had gone missing from the hospital and they later found those medications in his apartment and he was brought to trial and said that he was a quote mercy killer. So that's someone who believes that they're killing in order to end the suffering of that person. So he believed that he was doing these people a service.
1: You're not, though.
0: Yeah. You're not. You don't get to decide when they live and when they die. I'm sorry, but right. no.
1: Not everyone wants your help.
0: Yeah. I would say more so than not, nobody wants your help. <laughs> right but some of these patients he murdered were said to be in stable conditions too so they didn't even they weren't even like there was no reason to feel like you were being a mercy killer because they weren't suffering they were stable
1: yeah that doesn't make any sense no i can't say i understand like the other ones but um the one who was like helping people die who were like on the brink of death kind of yeah not okay but i get it kind of thing yeah just like no
0: exactly so he was found guilty of 12 counts of murder 15 counts of manslaughter and was sentenced to life in prison the other crazy thing about this which i guess i really don't understand why they're quoting this i don't i guess i don't understand why they're like comparing it to this but they've said that his murders are now known as the worst killing spree in germany since world war ii is it though? That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe because it was such I a mean, short period of time and he killed so many people. But like anywhere maybe, I, anywhere I looked, it was like, yeah, he's the worst murder spree since World War II in Germany. And I'm like, you guys had that's a
1: big f-? claim.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, now we have we've actually covered a lot of guys. So now we are going to cover Elizabeth Tracy May Wetluffer. I really suck <laughs> at pronouncing last names.
1: <laughs> well, that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah. She looks kind.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't laugh
1: at that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, well, yeah. So, she was a Canadian nurse um, since 1995 and worked with elderly patients in a nursing home between 2007 and 2014. She received eight counts of first-degree murder, four counts of attempted murder, and two counts of aggravated assault. Because she killed eight people, she tried to kill four people, and she would just harass two others. So, she, I don't have much on her, but she was exactly like the others. She said that she would inject her victims with a lethal dose of insulin and said that she felt, quote, God wanted to use her in this way. And she felt a red surge before injecting her victims with this lethal dose of insulin. So, yeah. Oh, and she also said that she would murder a few of her patients because she said that they were, quote, mean to her.
1: I'm sorry, but, like, I don't think God wanted you to do that.
0: No and you want to know you don't
1: get to kill people when you're a nurse because you've got mean patients
0: exactly like i'm sorry but yeah you're gonna come across mean people that doesn't mean you just get to choose their death no you weird ass person yeah (laughs) so the next thing i want you to do is i included a link on there Mm
1: -hmm. and i
0: want you to look through and you said she was a nice person But now look through that and read some of her social media posts because she is not a very nice person. You have to scroll down a lot, but (laughs) they're like pictures of them. Do you see them?
1: Let's see.
0: I can read a few of them so you know where I'm looking at. Are you ready? Oh, boy. Yeah. So she posted a really long fucking quote or poem, but we're not going to read that. The
1: inevitable?
0: Yeah, the inevitable one. That's where we're starting. Okay. Then she posted a post saying, my own voice called to me in the darkness. Other hands lifted me when I chose the light. One year ago today, I woke up not dead. 365 days clean and sober. Oh, yeah. So she was an alcoholic, too. Okay. The next post we have is nurses. We can't oh. fix stupid, but we can sedate it. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> then, that's terrifying. She yep. didn't even make that. Like, that's terrifying. That, 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 that thing. Oh, Anyway.
0: Yeah, it's like a a shared picture of a shirt that was created, and she shared it in
1: order to whatever. Yeah. Then she put me, a pediatric shift nurse. Who would have predicted that? (laughs) Keep going. It gets worse. Oh, God. Yes, schools should stop teaching cursive right now. That way, by the time my friends and I are in a nursing home, none of the young buggers looking after us will be able to read the notes we write to each other okay she's freaking weird i don't know you don't share
0: stuff saying nurses we can't fix stupid but yeah we'll sedate them and like (laughs) right i don't know okay you ready for the next one because that's essentially all we got on elizabeth okay this next one kimberly clark Saynes sanes i really suck at fucking pronounce sanes Saynes. s-a-e-n-z Her killing spree was between January to April of 2008. So, this chick was previously fired from at least four other healthcare jobs, but put false information on her application and was hired as a nurse in Davida's Dialysis Center, which is in, like, Texas or something. So, in 2008, this dialysis center was noticing a spike of ill and dying patients. Patients were going into cardiac arrest. And... For those that don't know, a dialysis center is essentially a place where people get like their blood cleaned. My grandmother went because her kidneys were failing so she had to go in order to get her blood essentially like cleaned out every two or three days and because her kidneys didn't do that job for her. So people don't fucking die at these places. You go because it's cleaning your blood you go for whatever it may be three four hours and then you leave unless like like they're not doing surgeries they're not like you're not in critical condition here so to have like patients fucking dying is just not right
1: little red flag there
0: yeah so obviously because of that investigation started happening because it was just completely unusual And patients, workers, and investigators discovered that Kimberly was injecting a bleach into dialysis lines.
1: Did she think no one was going to notice?
0: Yeah, like, patients actually saw her doing that. And she said that she would do it to the patients she didn't like.
1: Well, I want to do it to you. (laughs) Sounds good to me. (laughs) Like, You don't... People are weird. Like, I don't like people, but I don't go around injuring and hurting them. I just... Leave them alone. I don't even
0: think about, I wouldn't like think to myself, hey, I don't like that person. I'm going to put bleach into
1: their bloodline so it'll kill them. that's literally disturbing and I would never think to do that ever. No. That would never cross my mind.
0: No, not at all. And then to execute it on that, like, it just doesn't. Good point. Because you could have the thought, but. You can have the thought and then be like, no. You followed through. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. Don't do it but then to have the thought and to then like actually go through with it and then keep going through with it absurd so fucking absurd evil so they actually after like investigating her and like people saying hey look i saw her doing this they um brought her in and then they ended up like searching her computer searching her home and they found fucking google searches on her computer that had was like quotes with like can bleach be detected in dialysis lines can bleach kill people like she's you're just a fucking idiot go somewhere to jail perhaps yeah (laughs) and then yeah so when she was questioned she told investigators that she would use bleach to clean the dialysis lines and said that she would do that by using a syringe to measure the bleach because there were no measuring cups and so that was like her cover-up and she like admitted to that before investigators even asked anything about bleach like, she was like, oh, so just... So, she outed herself. Yeah, completely. <laughs> so, she was charged with five counts of capital murder and five counts of aggravated assault. And, yeah, so she was sentenced to life plus 60 years. So, she'll be in jail for the rest of her life.
1: Wow. And she's in Texas. I'm almost surprised that's not a, like, capital like, murder is not, a, like, a death penalty one. Yeah. Because Texas.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. I don't know why they didn't go that route. That could be interesting to, like, further do some research and kind of figure out why. Yeah. But the next one and the final one, and she is really disturbing, is Daniela Poggialli or whatever. Some Italian last name.
1: Poggialli. I think. Poggialli.
0: Poggialli or something. I don't know. So she, her span of crimes was between 2013 to 2014, and she potentially murdered up to 96... Did you see the picture?
1: What? No. I am I read that sentence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I her see the picture, face. and then I read that sentence, and, like, mind blown. <laughs> I
0: just left this off on the last, the final and craziest one. But you guys should have wow. just seen Panda's face. She just, like, sprung <laughs> out of her chair backwards and, like, hands up to her head, like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so... She potentially murdered up to 36 patients in the course of a year, which... I'm sorry, what'd you say? Oh, yeah, I totally fucking underestimated that. Yep. She potentially murdered (laughs) up to 96 patients in the course of a year, which would be a killing every three days. And... What? Yeah. Some of the past killers we've talked about said that they were killing because of mercy killers. But it was believed that she committed these crimes simply because she was annoyed at her patients. So she never did it because she thought they were suffering and wanted to, like, end their life. She only did it because she wanted to do it, essentially.
1: But, like, you were annoyed at your patient every three days. So, like, every day you had a new patient, you were annoyed at them.
0: Yeah, literally, if you put it that way. like. And then, so, obviously, investigators eventually, like, caught on to this because nurses caught on to this and the hospital caught on to it. And they did some research, and then they actually found her phone, which was filled with pictures of her mocking her dead patients. And Panda, there, you can see it, there's a picture, and the, like, patient is blurred out, but you can tell that, like, her face is open. Yeah. And she's standing there, taking a, like, selfie. It actually doesn't even look like like a selfie. It kind of looks like somebody else took the picture. Right, because, like, her
1: other arm doesn't look super far like extended yeah and like you can see her like torso right
0: but she's like pointing she's like i thought it was like her pointing her finger at her like mouth like being like ha look her mouth's open my mouth's open
1: that's what i would have guessed
0: yeah but like social media has like said like oh no she's pointing a gun at her mouth oh saying like hi you're dead i'm like you know what i mean oh which I kind of see. disturbing.
1: Yeah. Both, both yeah, are fucking I can... disturbing. Well, she's pointing, like, straight at her open mouth.
0: That's why I think it's just her saying, look, like, the open mouth.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, the the dead patient also has their mouth open.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Either way, don't do it. Either way, it's so fucking disturbing. And there's so many pictures of her out on the internet where she's smiling and she's having a good time. And, like, like even her being handcuffed behind a police, which is weird. I don't know why she's being handcuffed behind the police maybe italy does it weird i don't know but like she's smiling and she looks like she's like going for a walk like she has her fucking sweatshirt wrapped around her waist she's just on a leisurely stroll
1: casual stroll
0: (laughs) yeah but anyway she would take pictures and mock them and sometimes she would even post those pictures to social media and then she would also brag to her colleagues about stealing money and jewelry from her victims so yeah
1: I can't with this woman.
0: Yep. And I tried to find stuff about her sentencing, but it was, like, really weird because, like, it wasn't, there wasn't, like, a lot of information out about her, so I don't really know what she got. And then there was, like, other. Yeah, but it was weird because there was, like, other stuff saying, like, oh, she was wrongly accused and she didn't do this stuff, so, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I was just, like, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Disturbed.
0: Yeah, though. So,
1: wow. Yep, that's Daniella, for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna hard pass on her. She's right. Not the nurse I'm looking for. None of these people are the nurses. We are looking no, for. <laughs> no. What? So, what are your
0: thoughts on this whole f- fucked up thing?
1: Honestly, just it makes me like a little sad that there's like monsters who go into nursing, who have intentions from the beginning like it's not like an immediate gratification job you need qualifications and you need schooling and you need like usually like experience and stuff um and yet so these people go through all of that just to turn around to kill people
0: yeah weird it is weird it just like makes you second guess going into a hospital and thinking hmm like They've done fucking experiments with this before. Like, if you have a person who comes in with a white, like, a white coat, you're gonna try and completely believe everything they say only because you think that they have the answers or they're more superior than you or they're more educated than you. But, like, no, that's not the case all the time. Most, honestly, most of the nurses are not like this. They will take care of you. They've entered the field because they want to care for people. They have the heart for it. They aren't looking to fucking kill you. But, like, don't right. be blind.
1: <laughs> right. Pay attention, obviously. Trust most nurses, obviously, not going into this going, like, go in there and question. Your be nurse. afraid of every nurse. But, no, <laughs> <laughs> because clearly we listed, like, ten, maybe. Yeah, and there's um, thousands and actually thousands. probably millions. <laughs> yeah, millions, so. Millions, who knows. Uh, they're generally good people. <laughs> yeah. But it is interesting to see how good people can... Be well, not good people, these are never good people, but <laughs> people doing a good job overall can have a few bad seeds, yeah, exactly, hundred percent, and that
0: is the story of the ultimate malpractice, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is,
1: <laughs> yeah, got that right <laughs> Damn. Uh, so how was that your mind was a weird one um not superb but not gross um I did actually fill up. Like a half a cup again. So, I'm like... Here, let me show you. Do you know? Like, that's the label.
0: Yep. That's exactly where I'm at with mine.
1: Yeah. It's not like, ew, but I won't be probably finishing this bottle. Yeah, no. But anyway, how was your wine?
0: My wine is actually pretty good. I wouldn't say delicious, which I almost said, but I caught myself. It is... It's... It's better than mediocre, but it's not quite delicious. I would say it's somewhere in that ball range. But I would drink it again. I think it's like a good starter Cab You kind of get the flavors, but it's not like that full-bodied flavor. Yep. And yeah, it's not bad. It's a good, like, Sunday night wine if you need a little something-something.
1: Yeah. Sounded yummy to me, honestly. All those vanilla and berries and such. I can tell you it is definitely better than yours. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's, let's um let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Oh, fine. and I guess before um the normal like exit, we would really appreciate if you guys would go on to wherever you listen, but Apple Podcasts helps tremendously, but Spotify too if you can um and leave us a rating and or a review. Um so yeah, thank you. Good
0: addition. I was listening to other podcasts today and they're like, give us five stars. And I'm like, Pan and I have not done that yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. So please do because it really does help.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Chilled and Killed Podcast. Also feel free to send us an email with any questions, comments, or requests, perhaps wine request or crime request at Chilled and Killed Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll be back next time. Until then. Bye. Bye. telegrams arranging for adoption stop-offs whatever receipts receipts <laughs> <laughs> that is how it's spelled it is an entire family died after joan T- joan i'm gonna start that over but anyway she ended up going on a trail and jane she ended up going on trail trial he has made oh some comments Was that dark
1: I was trying to think of a way to do it not
0: scarily. And then I was literally about to walk away and text you saying I'm home. But then,
1: now I'm here. Hello! Oh my. Hello! Hello. He hasn't been home at all and then just appeared in the dark doorway. (laughs) Cool.
0: They investigated him and he was under investigation. (laughs) Good sentence, Sam. (laughs) Put them into cardiac arrest and try and resuscitate them they believe excuse me what word did you write Res- resuscitate take
1: resuscitate it does resus- not even question it <laughs> no i did so far not a word right. it doesn't know what you want <laughs> i love it resuscitate <laughs> Samantha's phone died how do I get Skype I feel like an old person